702. Aubrey's on Twitter at Aubrey702. It's 22 minutes after 10 o'clock, and of course, we continue with the show. In this hour, as you know, we celebrate South Africans doing great things. And my guest this evening is Darren Combrink. Um, he is a digital, digital media producer for digitalshelf.biz. But he is going on a crusade. He's going to be walking uh, for uh, the South African Bone Marrow Registry to recruit more donors. We're going to be hearing more about that. But uh, as uh, always, it's important for you to understand that we are saying with this particular slot that there are people that are rising above uh, and beyond the general call of duty and just getting involved in positive ways. And one of those people is most certainly Darren Combrink, and he joins me on the phone now. Darren, thank you very much, my brother, for uh, joining us. I really appreciate your time. Good evening, Aubrey, and listeners. Thank so, you for inviting me on the show. So you are going to be walking, um, uh, and you're going to be trying to do as many laps as humanly possible from Mayog Frozen Yogurt in Clough Street to Mayog in Camps Bay for cause close to your heart. First of all, for those of us who live up here in Gauteng, uh, just give us a sense of the layer of the land here, the the area that you'll be covering. What? what give us give us a sense. Okay. Well, first of all, and um, this is the second time I'll be doing a walk for the South African Bone Marrow Registry. Yeah. Um, I. I walked last year in June, July in Spain. I walked 930 kilometers for the South African Bone Marrow Registry. So that yes. was my, my epic walk last year. But this year I've come back to to carry on with the cause because at this stage, the South African Bone Marrow Registry is always in need of funds and donors at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, I, can, I, I got myself into a situation where, um, as usual, I'm doing my walks around the city of Cape Town and... I came across this yogurt maker on my walks and happened to walk past both the branches. And I was thinking to myself, well, maybe we could use them as an example to, you know, use them as as a client or something like that, where we could actually get them roped into helping the South African bone marrow registry. And they kindly jumped on board. And I thought, now, how do I do this walk that actually involves a little bit or something a bit more strenuous than what you would normally do? Yeah. So I've decided to to take on the, the famous Cliff Neck in Cape Town, which yeah. is the, one of the 24th highest uh, mountain passes in South Africa. Yeah. And one of the laps from Mayog and Street to Mayog and Camps Bay, one lap is 5.4 kilometers yeah. of ups and downs, which um, for the average walker out there, if they know what walking is all about, when you start doing things like that, it, it, it takes its toll on the body. Yes. So, yeah, it's, it's all about... The challenge of doing, in my case, six laps or maybe a bit more, depending on what people want to challenge me to do. Yes. But if I do six laps, it works out to 32.4 kilometers. Phew. So that is, the, that, that is what I plan to do on Saturday the 30th. So I've done a bit of training to that as well. But yeah, not, not as many as six laps. <laughs> yes. We'll see how that goes. Well, so, let's let's talk about why you're doing it, Darren. It, it sounds like uh, it's not going to be a walk in the park. <laughs> Excuse the pun. No, it's not a walk in the park, and it's not a fun walk. Yeah, but 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 what? Why are you doing this? What's going on? What's happening? Okay, first of all, the South African Bone Marrow Registry is a public benefit organisation, and they they're not like the average NGO that receives government funding, and they rely on the public and and corporates to to support them. Yeah, 
And, you know, you don't often hear a lot about them in the news. You know, you often hear about cancer and you hear about, like, this is colon cancer month and then it's breast cancer, but you don't often hear a lot about the South African bone marrow registry. Yes. And what I found with them is it's, it's something smaller that needs, somebody needs to talk a bit more about it, needs to be a bit more out there. Yes. And, I, you know, in, in my case, I'll never have children. And, you know, what, what happens with kids, young kids, they, they often, the type of cancer that they get is leukemia. Mm. And with leukemia, they need a bone marrow transplant. And, you know, they need them to find a donor. Yeah. And that is, that, that, is, that, is, that is a big issue because a, a lot of the time, you only have a 30% chance of finding a donor within your immediate family. Sure. Tell me, how, how, did, how, did, how did you, how, how, I'm sure the information is out there, but how did you get to know about what you're telling me now, the, 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 the plight of children with cancer, the uh, issue of where you can find bone marrow and the, the complexities of that? What I'm looking for, Darren, is what was the inspiration? What made you gravitate? What pulled you towards this cause so strongly that you're doing what you're doing? What happened? Okay, is there, well, yeah? Yes, there was actually an event that, that occurred, and that was in 2017 while I was walking the Camino in Spain. Yeah. And I had this this vision to help children, and I had absolutely no idea how I was going to do it. Yeah. And while I was walking on the Camino, I had many, many days of silence and being on my own because I walked a, a very remote Camino in yes. 2017. And... I just knew I had to help children. There was just something that came over me that I needed to help children. And I thought to myself, how can I do that? I mean, yeah. I don't have children. I've never really thought about it. Yeah. And blow me down, I got back from our Camino in 2017 and my business partner, Johan, said, by the way, we, we're doing a video for the, for World Marrow Donor Day for the South African Bone Marrow Registry. And I sort of looked at him and said, what? We don't normally do that kind of media. We said, well, we are now. And yeah. we did it. Yeah, and that is how I was introduced to the South African Bone Marrow Registry. Yeah, yeah, and suddenly I was seeing all these clips and all these pictures of kids and adults as well. It's not just for kids, mm. but I was suddenly seeing what people were going through and how they were, you know, how they were affected by this. Mm. And it really touched me. It was really, it was, it was quite something. And by the beginning of 2018, strangely enough, I landed up with chickenpox and. You know, that's a childhood disease. Yeah. And I sort of think to myself, well, it's time to jump on board and do something about this. Yeah. So I got onto email and I emailed um, the medical director of uh, the South African Bone Marrow Registry and I said, well, hey guys, what do you think if I walk in Spain 825 k's or 930 k's, which I ended up doing, in June, July, for the next patient in need? Yes. And that is what I went and did. And we raised funds last year for them which was really really cool yeah it made you know we, we, we touched lives that's that's what we did yeah and you know i thought to myself you know after that it's great you know we did this this wonderful walk and we've we've, we've made a difference and but then 2019 ticked over and i thought to myself well what, what's next what can we do now to help a bit further and Thought of my yard because I'm always walking around in the city. Yeah. And when they jumped on board and said, "Yes, okay, we're going to help. We're going to donate. You do the walk. We'll donate five percent of our turnover for the day, and we will we will obviously host everything at our various my yard stores and be ready to take on people." When and, it, when it, when is this happening, host. Darren? This is happening on Saturday, the thirtieth of March. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And the South African Boundary Registry will also be there as well at the Cliff at the Cliff Street branch, yeah. and they will be there. They'll have a table at the Lifestyle Centre, mm. and they will be talking to prospective donors. So you can do initial registrations, and there will be you know the relevant qualified staff to take people through the process. Give me give me a sense, Darren, of no, after after the I don't know the epiphany, the vision that you had that you needed to help children. Um, what what did you discover? And give me the graphic detail. What did you discover are the shortfalls in the treatment of cancer, specifically amongst children, and why bone marrow specifically? Uh, I mean, you did touch on that a little bit, but give me the, the 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 challenges that are being experienced not only at a medical level, inst- institutional medical level, but the children themselves, the parents that are affected by the situation. What what is going on? So what I'm looking for is uh, so that our listeners can get a sense of the practical challenges and difficulties that not only the children but the uh, health institutions, the health practitioners, the parents, what what are the challenges? Well, I think the, the, the biggest the biggest challenge is obviously suddenly, you know, I've met with, with some parents who have actually, you know, had kids that have been diagnosed with leukemia, and some of them who have had bone marrow transplants. And <clears throat> when I spoke to them in the interviews, they said to me, suddenly their world bottoms out because here they are, parents with a five-year-old child or a six-year-old child, for example, and they've got a family of, say, five children or whatever the case may be and one of their kids is suddenly ill and their focus of their normal family suddenly changes. Everything changes because now they've got a terminally ill child. <laughs> Give us a call on 011-883-0702 or 021-446-0567. If you have a child that uh, is uh, suffering from leukemia or any other form of cancer and what your experience has been, in dealing with this uh, this challenge with this with this situation uh, and tell us a little bit more about your experience with the medical sort of space that that tries to assist in that in that situation uh, the social workers that are just give us a sense because i think uh, Darren a lot of us are a little bit ob- oblivious to the real granular details and the the graphic reality that uh, uh, people go through when they have a child who is suffering from cancer. And I'm not trying to trivialize any other disease, but uh, I mean, we're talking about your specific um, calling here. Um, I'd love to hear from you. If you're a parent, if you are somebody that resonates with what Darren has chosen to 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 assist in, give us a call on 021-446-0567. If you're in Cape Town, if you're here in uh, Johannesburg, you can give us a call on 011-883-0702. So, so, so Darren, give me a sense of the infrastructure that exists in the country for helping parents, uh, children, who find themselves uh, facing the reality of of cancer, specifically leukemia? Well, you see, that's why that's where the South African Bone Marrow Registry comes in. Yeah. Um, when when a child is diagnosed with with leukemia, yeah, they're brought in to assist the child to assist the family. So there's a various processes that I'll go through with the South African Bone Marrow Registry yeah. to look for specific donors. 
yeah. for that child. So it's it's an entire process that they go through, which I'm look, I'm not qualified to explain the entire process because I haven't gone through it myself. Yeah. But they are very involved with all their patients. So it's a it's a process that they undergo. So it's it's not something that's that's you know, done publicly. It's a very private thing that's done with a particular patient. Yeah, yeah. And I can imagine so, the costs. Know, it's, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's costs as well, you know. And it, the whole thing around this is, you know, if you don't have medical aid, it's it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, It's a yeah. big problem if you don't have medical aid. Well, uh, and we, we need to look at, you know, you need to look at those sort of things as well. And it's, yeah. it's, it's not just, you know, it's not just about the patient and medical aid. It's, it's looking at the bigger picture on donor searches. Yes. You know, a, pre- a preliminary search on the registries worldwide is one thing, but to actually dig deeper is another story and doing donor drives. That's yeah. What a lot of the patients do, you know? Yeah. Give us a call, 11 Really, I believe that many of you have had to deal with some of those uh, some of those difficulties, particularly if your if your child has had to face the reality and the and just the horror of having to deal with uh, one or other form of of cancer or specifically in this case leukemia. What what has your experience been? We'd really like to know. I know it's going to be a difficult call to make, but make that call. We'd love to hear from you on o double one eight eight three o seven o two or o two one double four six o five six seven. Darren Combrink is my guest, a South African doing great things. He's going to be walking uh, from Mayog frozen yogurt in Kluiv Street to Mayog in Camps Bay for a cause close to his heart. And of course, this is to try and help the South African Bone Marrow Registry. What happens with the South African Bone Marrow Registry? What do they do practically, uh, Darren? Well, basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to build up a registry, a bone marrow registry that is available to... Similar to the South African Blood Services? It's they, it's it's not like it's not the same as blood donation, but there are similarities yep. in terms of becoming a, a donor. So what they have on their website is a, a full exclusion list of of um, types of, of of various different diseases. That obviously, if you've got those, you can't become a donor. So yes, you have to be a very healthy person to become a donor, and you've got to be between the ages of eighteen and forty-five. Yes, and the reason why it's between the ages of eighteen and forty-five is because. Um, older people don't have enough infinite, they don't have infinite amounts of stem cells um, to be able to make it a viable, successful transplant. Yes. So they're looking for younger, healthy people. So if you know, if you are that 18 to 45 range, then yes, by all means, go look at the exclusion criteria on the website. See if you qualify. If you qualify, you can then register on the website, and they'll contact you and take you through the process of becoming a donor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so that is how that works. Yeah, yeah. And 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 how exactly can people uh, who want to assist, who want to join you, perhaps on the walk on the thirtieth of March, Darren? How can people practically assist in this in this particular um, course? Okay. So they are. The main thing is to bring the family to to Mayog in Camps Bay or into or to Mayog in, in Kerr Street and obviously buy the frozen yogurt or anything off the Mayog menu because the percentage goes to the South African Bone Marrow Registry. Yeah. Secondly, they can then also come and talk to the team that it would, that that will have a table there as well. And they can get a full they can get a full in depth discussion around how things work with the South African Bone Marrow Registry and how they become donors. Secondly, they can look at the Actual, actually giving donations because one of the things we, we, we need to touch on here is the South African Bone Marrow Registry, this is very important, they do not charge donors between the ages of 18 and 45 any money to become a donor. Okay. But it costs 
the South African bone marrow registry around 2000 rand to process a new donor. So the whole drive here is to raise not only to get new donors on the registry, but to be in a situation where we can actually get donations and actually build up enough funds for them to be able to process those new donors. There's the hard... There's a few things here yeah. that we need to look at, you sure. know. Go, go ahead. And that is... Yeah. Sorry, Sam? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, what I wanted to say was, you know, with, with, with that, we, we're looking at... The reason why I actually connected with Robbie is because it's not just about him. It's about getting multiple donors that can get onto the registry to save lives, not yes. just his life. And I can touch on his story shortly once we get Sure, there. I do want to find out a little bit more about uh, Robbie Edel's, Edel's story, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, we, the South African donor registry really needs, they really need funds to be able to process those donors. And because of the, the Robbie event, there's been quite a big, quite a lot, quite a lot of applications for new donors to become a new donor. So we're sitting with a situation where they actually do need, they do need funds. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about his story, it, 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 uh, uh, Robbie okay, Edwards. so R- R- Robbie's a very, very interesting young guy. He is a grade 11 pupil from Clifton College in Durban. Yeah. And he was diagnosed with acute lymphastic leukemia at the age of five. Mm. He relapsed at the age of 10, and after some seriously brutal... <laughs> the age of five, Darren? Yes, it started at five, believe it or not. He's now 17, but I'm going to tell you the story. It's really interesting. Sure, yeah. He's, he's been through a lot, and his family has been through a lot. And yeah, he was first diagnosed with leukemia at age five. And then he relapsed at the age of 10, and after some serious chemo, he was lucky enough to beat it for the second time. And now he's just relapsed for the third time at age 17. And <clears throat> without a bone marrow match, his treatment options are quite limited. Yeah. And, you know, the chance of finding a match are one in 100,000. Sure. And, you know, the South African Bone Marrow Registry currently has anything between 73 and 76,000 donors on the registry. Yes. And if you think about that, with a population of what almost 60 million, I suppose, we more or less at at the moment. That's that's not a lot of donors. Yeah, you know, we yeah. quite we are quite small in comparison to the rest of the world in terms yes. of a donor registry. Yeah, and it's important that you know people come forward and you know get onto the registry. Well, so, give us a call if you if you have been thinking about what uh, cause you can support. Perhaps this is one cause you can support. Perhaps uh, you are hearing the story of young Robbie Edels, 17 years old, you know, uh, encountered cancer at five years old, relapsed twice already. Uh, and not only is uh, Robbie Edels uh, support, being supported by Darren Combrink in this, but he's not uh, just sitting there. He's an activist for making sure that uh, the South African bone marrow has more donors. Are you thinking perhaps about becoming a donor in in this sense? Give us a call. 011-883-0702. What's the incentive, Darren? I mean, uh, um, why would somebody rise up and call the uh, South African bone marrow registry and, and, and become a donor? Why would anybody do that? Well, I mean, it's, it's a personal thing. It, yeah. it's, you know, it depends on whether you want to save lives or not, because that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, I have this, there's a quote by Ronald Reagan that I love, 
which really really works for me at school. We can't help everyone, yeah, but everyone can help someone, yeah. And you know, you may not have money, but you can become a donor, and it doesn't cost you anything. Mm-hmm. If you if you're if you qualify as a donor, it doesn't cost you anything. Sure, but. Sure. You know, it, it could be that you become that donor. You might not ever become a donor. Yeah. As you know, a lady who's, who's now over the age of 60, when you get to 60, they take you off the registry. Yes. And she never got the opportunity to, to be a donor or donor, but she donated funds. Yeah. So, you know, people find other ways to help because, you know, if you think about it, if you, you've got a child and your child is, is terminal, what are you going to do? You're going to want to try and find a donor for that child. Indeed, that's gonna, yeah. That, yeah. That's going to be your world, is just finding a donor to save your child's life. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk to Paul, who calls us from Nurkhesar. Hi, Paul. Hi, good evening. How are you doing? Very good, thanks, man. What is on your mind? I, I just got in now, and I caught the tail end of the, the message. Yeah. And I put the question to my wife, would you be a donor? donor? And she said, yes, Absolutely. Myself and my wife are both willing to undergo tests and see if we are compatible. Wow, Paul, that's something, hey? And, 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 we, are both, we are both 55 years old. Yeah. I'm a blood donor since the age of 18. Yes. Uh, we are both ready to see if we are compatible. Well, Paul, for thank you very much. And for anybody else. Sure, and, 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 and I'm hoping that Darren can then give us the uh, contact details of the organizations uh, or perhaps uh, specifically the South African Bone Marrow Registry that you can then call uh, and then uh, see if uh, you qualify to be a, a donor. Paul, thank you very much for the consciousness and thank, and thank your wife also thank you. for, for just we jumping will, on. Yeah? We will get on to that in the morning, yes. Much appreciated. Bo- uh, Paul in Urgesuk. Wow, hey? So, Darren, I mean, what what does the process look like? Uh, who can donate? Um, are there any age limits? Uh, what's what's who can do- donate? Okay, well, anybody can donate. Yeah, doesn't matter what your ethnic background is if you're between the ages of eighteen and forty-five. So, if you go to sabmr.co.za, okay, on the website, there, there there is a tab on the website called Join the Registry. Yes. And when you click on that, you then have um, become a donor. You've got the donor exclusion criteria and, it, and some detailed, frequently asked questions. And in there, they give you some really good facts about how you can become a donor. And instead of just loading up your details on become a donor, you can at least then go through the exclusion criteria, check that you're healthy enough to become a donor, check the age, read the frequently asked questions before you you sign up on the website. But, pa- but Paul, is website Paul is 65 years old. Paul is 65 years old. I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. okay. No, no. Just, d- d- does he get age. disqualified by, by age? Yeah, he won't, he won't qualify to become a donor. Why? He's too old. Because what happens is, when you are older, older people don't have an infinite amount of stem cells. And it becomes a problem when, when they need to do the transplant for the, for the patient. They can't extract enough stem cells from older people. Yeah, and that's sure. where the problem comes in. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate, eh? Because uh, I would imagine that's that the unfortunate part. Yo, man. Uh, all right, give us a call. O double one eight eight three o seven o two. So it appears that there are uh, there is a process. There are criteria that uh, you need to to subject yourself under in order to be a bone marrow donor. 
Uh, give us a, a call if indeed you are thinking about doing it, like Paul and his wife are thinking. But it's, it, it appears that because of age, they may not necessarily get the opportunity to do so. Um, what other disqualifying criteria are there, um, Darren? Well, there's, a, there's a quite a long list that you need to go through on the website. Yeah. If I had to read all of them to you, you will probably be here for a while. Yeah, so. Okay, just in general um, terms. So I yeah. can use some examples. Sure. I can use some examples. For example, if you if you have TB or if you diagnosed with a bipolar disorder, um, if you have epilepsy, you know, there's a couple of things on there that if you have an autoimmune disease, if you really have cancer, if you've had brain surgery, so there's quite a few things, diabetes. Sure. So you, basically, we're looking for healthy people. Yeah. And the list is very similar to, to the blood donation list. It's not yes. exactly the same, but um, it, there's some similarities on there. So if people go onto the website, they can have a look at the exclusion criteria before they sign up. So, you know, I, I'm a little squeamish. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, even when I have to think about donating blood the fact that somebody's going to go into my veins with a needle sometimes gives me the 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 heebie-jeebies what is the process that one follows with bone marrow what how do people access your bone marrow okay well you know there's a lot of there's a lot of stories that go around that it's quite a horrific process a lot a lot has changed you know, over the years. So there's, there's a really different process that, that they now follow now, which is, which involves basically like a transfusion. Yes. Which is, so, so effectively what they do is they, they have a needle and, you know, basically take your blood and then it goes through the machine and it comes back into you again. That's in layman's terms. Yes. That is how it works. So nobody grabs you and breaks but your I bones. If you want me to give you the full price, I can give it to you. If you want me to read well, it, well, in, 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 in high level terms, in high level terms, Darren, if you don't mind. Okay. Well, I, yeah. Well, I mean, in high level terms, you know, for seven to ten days before the the, the transplant, a recipient is, a bit, is admitted to hospital for chemotherapy. Yes. And that and that then destroys the immune system, and it prepares the body to receive the new stem cells via a transplant. Okay. okay. Then for five days before donation, the donor receives daily injections of a neopagin. It's a synthetic form of naturally occurring protein that stimulates the bone marrow to produce extra stem cells. Yes. One day before, the donor is admitted to hospital and the SADMR staff member accompanies him or her throughout the collection. Yes. It takes approximately six hours, sometimes on two consecutive days. Yes. The donor is linked to a machine with an intravenous line and the stem cells are filtered out of his or her blood. Yes. And then the transplant effectively is a transfusion where the stem cells are trickled into the recipient via an intravenous line yeah. and is performed at one of the transplant centers in South Africa, depending where you live. Mm. All right. So it's, it's, it's a process. Sure. But you know what? It's, it's, you know, that, that could be your lifesaver. Indeed. That indeed. one person could be your lifesaver. You know, you know when, when, in your family then could be a unrelated donor from somewhere else in the world. Yeah, I have prepubescent children myself. And uh, when you said that uh, children as young as five, I mean, especially in the story of, of, of uh, um, young um, Robbie Edels, uh, that at yes. five he, he was diagnosed with, with ca- cancer. I mean, that just scares it scares me, and 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 the fact that you 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 saying to me that part of the most sort of reliable way of getting 
some help for these children is through bone marrow um, transplants. I mean, that, that, is, that is something that we should all be thinking about very, very hard, Darren. That's right. And, you know, if, if you think about it, I mean, we haven't, we haven't really been exposed to it yeah. in our younger years. So we ought to be telling the people who are between the ages of 18 and 45, if they're leading a healthy lifestyle, why don't you become a brand yeah. donor? Why don't you join the registry? And especially to those people who are giving blood as well, why don't you just tell them, come guys, join the registry. It doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, they've, they've but, already you know, passed the, the, the criteria, I suppose, yeah? Yeah. That, well, that's the thing. They've passed a lot of it. So, you know, they're, they're basically, they could, they could qualify to become a bone marrow donor. But yeah, so besides that, it's, so that's great. Now yeah. we have all these donors coming on board. But what about the funds to process all of this? Yes. One needs to think about that because once they get, they get the, swab, the swab kit in, it's got to go for testing and it goes to a lab overseas yeah. for, for analyzing. And then it comes back to be loaded on the registry here in South Africa. So that yeah. all costs money. Of course. And that, that is, that is, fundamentally what we're trying to do with this drive on the 30th. It's not only for Robbie. I mean, yes, he needs a match really soon, but his greatest wish has always been to go to the registry across all races. Yes. And, you know, there's so many people, young and old, and of all races, who are desperately in need of stem cell transplant, like Robbie. So the drive is, is for them too, you know? And it's to educate South Africans that we, you know, we could all be someone's tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And well, we, need, we, need, we need to think about that, you know, and that's, that's what the 30th is all about. So, yeah. you know, if people want to, you know, join on the 30th, all they have to do is go to um, what we've done is we've shared the event across the Facebook pages from the South African Bone Marrow Registry Facebook page to Digital Shelf to Myog to, to the Robbie Edels page. It's, it's all there and people can literally click on that event and have a look at all the information on, on how they can support on the day. Well, Darren, South African doing great things. Thank you very much, my brother, for the work that you're doing. And uh, it's the heart that you've been um, given to help those that are in this very, very difficult situation. I really salute you and thank you very much for um, just informing us and telling us of the work that you're doing. And uh, all the best for you on the 30th, man. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. How do people get in touch with you, Darren, if they want to just talk to you a little bit more, support you? They can go to the Digital Shelf SA Facebook page, and my telephone number is on there. Or they can send me a WhatsApp and have a chat to me. I mean, I can give you my number. It's 082-829-7411. Darren Combrink, thank you very much for talking to us, and thank you very much for the work that you're doing. Um, may, May everything that you wish for happen. I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Darren Combrink. Uh, South African doing great things.